Welcome to Recovering My Inner Child. My name is Kowan Saluja. Uh, several readings today. Uh, the first comes from ACA's Strengthening My Recovery. The topic is slogans. Keep coming back. It works. This is a wonderful, simple old slogan we hear in recovery. But what does it mean? For newcomers, it may just seem like a nice platitude. But those of us with some experience in ACA know that little by little, small miracles happen as we continue to show up. Perhaps we find ourselves picking up the phone more easily, or we talk to our fellow travelers with a greater feeling of safety. We start to feel less alone or unique in the world. We feel less shame in telling our stories. Um, I'm going to pause there because um, it just makes me realize I wouldn't even be making this video if it wasn't for ACA. Uh, we feel less shame in telling our stories. We start to disbelieve and detach from the messages the family disease trained us to integrate. Uh, as Lisa Romano says, you know, it's not your, it's not you, it's your programming. And the programming comes from, you know, the family disease of alcohol. We come to know we are innocent children and that we each have a higher power of our own choosing. This might be one of the greatest gifts of the 12-step program for, for me um, and something that continues to develop or maybe has already developed. We start to sincerely forgive ourselves for mistakes we've made. In doing so, we realize that even though we have made mistakes, we are not mistakes. And that makes making a mistake not the end of the world because that doesn't mean anything about our character. There are some of the miracles. These are some of the miracles we start to experience simply by showing up. We do our part. Our higher power does its part. Our efforts are accumulating invisible scales of compassion, not judgment, are beginning to tip in our favor. Keep coming back at works means what it says. Miracles can and do happen in this program. On this day, I will trust that my actions and recovery are cumulative and nothing I do goes to waste. Little by little, my efforts pay off. And, you know, it just reminds me of a couple of things. They say, uh, don't quit before the miracle. And, you know, it's something that, um, and it's a big part of why I want to have a podcast with multiple spiritual readings because, you know, it's a different, it's not, it doesn't really overlap with the materialistic material world. They're like two totally different entities. So it's like live learning, you know, or re unlearning the language that you've learned, uh, whether it's from family messages, you know, like grandfathers or relatives, uh, just, you know, produce, you know, just producing BS that, you know, kind of filters uh, what you watch on the news. And then there's the spiritual life. And, you know, one of the, one of the big parts about is pain is the uh, touchstone for progress. And yet, you know, for many times I want to avoid any kind of discomfort, dismay. And I guess in the spiritual world, that's just an opportunity to test your relationship with your higher power. And, you know, what, what, you know, I, I once perceived as problems can one day be looked at as opportunity as long as I keep coming back and, of course, doing the work. The next uh, readings will come from Melody Beatty's The Language of Letting Go. First, laying the foundation. The groundwork has been laid. Do you not see that? Don't you understand that all you have gone through was for a purpose? There was a reason, a good reason, for the waiting, the struggle the pain, and finally, the release. You have been prepared the same way a builder must first tear down and dig out the old to make way for the new. Your higher power has been cleaning out the foundation in your life. 
Have you ever watched a builder at construction? When he begins his work, it looks worse than before he began. What is old and decayed must be removed. What is insufficient or too weak to support the new structure must be removed, replaced, or reinforced. No builder who cares about his or her work would put a new surface over an insufficient support system. The foundation would give it away, would give way. It would not last. If the finished product is to be what is desired, the work must be done thoroughly from the bottom. As the work progresses, it often appears to be an upheaval. Often it does not seem to make sense. It may appear to be wasted time and effort because we cannot see the final product yet. But it is so important that the foundation be laid properly if the fun work, the finishing touches, is to be all that we want it to be. This long, hard time in your life has been for laying of groundwork. It was not without purpose, although at times the purpose may have been may not have been evident or apparent. Now the foundation has been laid. The structure is solid. Now it is time for the finishing touches, the completion. It's time to move the furniture in and enjoy the fruits of the labor. Congratulations, you have had the patience to endure the hard parts. You have trusted, surrendered, and allowed your higher power and the universe to heal and prepare you. Now you shall enjoy the good that has been planned. Now you shall see the purpose. Now it should all come together and make sense. Enjoy. Today, I will surrender to the laying of the foundation, the groundwork, in my life. If it is time to enjoy the placement of the finishing touches, I will surrender to that too and enjoy that too. I will remember to be grateful for a higher power that is a master builder and only has my best interest in mind, creating and constructing my life. I will be grateful for my higher power's care and attention and details in laying the foundation, even though I become impatient at times. I will stand in the awe at the beauty of God's finished product. I think the paragraph that I really like is the part about the builder. You know, I, I remember thinking like people wash their cars and they don't take care of their body. I mean, just look, look around in the U S you know, and, um, you know, and it's fine. But like what I realize is I have to take care of my spiritual foundation and that, you know, when you hear the saying, uh, you know, so-and-so is set in their ways or just because this is how I've always done it. I think when you're going through spiritual recovery, like, you know, and recovering from spiritual woundedness, woundedness, um, there is this resistance to change, but you, you know, to make room for the new, to make room for the better, you got to get rid of the old. You got to, you got to leave a space as they say for open time. And, uh, and, uh, you know, the word that, uh, is an excellent reminder for me personally is, you know, patience. The next reading is also for Melody Beatty, uh, affirming the good fun becomes fun. Love becomes love. Life becomes worth living. And we become grateful. Wait, and expect good things for yourself and your loved ones. When you wonder what is coming, tell yourself the best is coming. The very best life and love have to offer. The best God and his universe have to send. Then open your hands to receive it. Claim it, and it is yours. See the best in your mind. Envision what it will look like, what it will feel like. Focus until you can see it clearly. Let your whole being, body, and soul enter into and hold on to the image for a moment. Then let it go. Come back into today, the present moment. Do not obsess. Do not become fearful. Become excited. 
Live today fully, expressing get gratitude for all you have been, all you are, and all you will become. Wait and expect good things. Today, when I think about the year ahead, I will focus on the good that is coming. Next reading will be Julia Cameron uh, from her uh, Artist Way blog, writing on the topic of jealousy. This is an entry posted on June 8th, 2012. Jealousy, I've often heard, is a normal human emotion. When I hear that, I think maybe your jealousy, not mine. My jealousy roars in the head, tightens the chest, massages my stomach lining with a cold fist as it searches out the best grip. I have long regarded jealousy as my greatest weakness. Only recently, I have seen it for the tough love friend that it is. Jealousy is a map. Each of our jealousy maps differ. Each of us will probably be surprised by some of the things we discover on our own. I, for example, have never been eaten alive over the success of women novelists, but I took an unhealthy interest in the fortunes and misfortunes of women playwrights. I was their harshest critic until I wrote my first play. With that action, my jealousy vanished, replaced by a feeling of camaraderie. My jealousy had actually been a mask for my fear of doing something I really wanted to do, but was not yet brave enough to take action toward. Jealousy is always a mask for fear. That was from Julia Cameron. That's the first reading I've done uh, you know, for, for this show. And... Uh, and Julia Cameron is a dear, dear, dear person, uh, and I, I really believe um, her morning pages was the start of my spiritual growth. And um, you know, I will definitely be reading more from her uh, in the upcoming uh, episodes. The final reading today is a lot of readings, but I just, you know, hey, um, I just so many good ones I came across is Melody Beatty and finish off with that. The new year, make new year's goals, dig within and discover what you would like to happen in your life this year. This helps you do your part. It is an affirmation that you're interested in fully living life in the year to come. Goals give us direction. They put a powerful force into play on a universal conscious and subconscious level. Goals give her life direction. What would you like to happen in your life this year? What would you like to do to accomplish? What good would you like to attract in your life? What particular areas of growth would you like to happen to you? What blocks or character defects would you like to have removed? What would you like to attain? Little things and big things, where would you like to go? What would you like to happen, have happen in friendship and love? What would you like to have happen in your family life? Remember, we aren't controlling others with their goals. We're trying to give direction to our life. What problems would you like to see solved? What decisions would you like to make? What would you like to happen in your career? What would you like to see happen inside and around you? Write it down. Take a piece of paper, a few hours of your time, and write it all down as an affirmation of you, your life, and your ability to choose. Then, let it go. Certainly things happen that are out of our control. So sometimes these events are pleasant surprises. Sometimes they're of another nature but they're all part of the chapter that will be this year in our life and will lead us forward in the story. The new year stands before us like a chapter in a book waiting to be written. We can help write that story by setting goals. 
Today, I will remember that there is a powerful force motivated by writing down goals. I will do that now for the year to come and regularly as needed. I will do it not to control, but to do my part in living my life. And, you know, I had, I'd stopped dreaming. So I don't even remember what my goal, you know, even if there was goals. And I think that's, you know, as an adult child, you descend into this codependency where you, you just feel like you have a weird co-op weighted average of other people's goals. And, you know, this particular uh, passage is something that I will, you know, probably come back to once a month on these podcasts. I think it's important and important questions. You know, I, I think it was Tony Robbins, change your questions, change your life. These are the questions to answer, not, you know, whose fault was it or who who did this or why does this happen? You know, I heard something today that, you know, I don't always agree with that says that, you know, the how and why are outside issues. Wow, that was a lot of episodes. Uh, until next time, this is uh, Kowan Saluja uh, reminding myself to pause because that's where God is, to feel my feelings and to love myself. <laughs>